Welcome to the Brew Times Podcast. Join us on this adventure of beer tasting and drinking. Let our jokes give you abs from all the laughs. Cheers, guys. Yeah, the other day was my birthday. You dirty uh, 30, man. <laughs> getting old, dude. And I went to this place we talked about. It's uh, called Ruth's, Ruth Chris, whatever the fuck. Ruth's <laughs> Chris Steakhouse. And um, as you can see right there, they kind of personalized the menu. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, with a little happy birthday, they condensed the menu a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, or maybe I'm just feeling I mean, special no, well, about that menu. Is, that menu looks pretty long. They, I mean, it has appetizers, salads. Um, seafood, signature steaks, oh, this uh, the kid's classics. <laughs> Look, this kid's fat. He needs to, uh, needs a whole menu on this thing. Right? <laughs> oh, you got the blueberry mojito. That's what you were talking about. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Dude, it was bl- so good. You know what that one reminds me of? Remember the, when we went to Denver JBF and we went to the rooftop bar right afterwards? Yes. I think you or Jonathan or one of you guys got like a blueberry martini. I think it was him. I forget. Because I think I was being like a little ratchet. I was getting shots. You get shots everywhere. All, you, <laughs> all of your, I said your circle of friends because they're not really my friends, but I know who they are. Yeah. But like all of you guys all drink shots. That is honestly, I, I don't know why you guys do that. Back then we were just, yeah, I don't know why we were back doing Back then, crazy. we're talking about like months. <laughs> it, it ain't back then. It feels, dude, once you turn 30, everything feels like back then. <laughs> <laughs> back in those days, man. See, I could do... Um, if I'm going to take a shot, but I'm not, because that's not my, my, you know what it is though? Cause you're spending like 10 bucks for a shot. I know, dude. You can easily buy like a whole bottle, like for a 10. Well, I 15. mean, might as well, <clears throat> might as well pay an extra five bucks. If you go to like a good crafted cocktail place and honestly, just buy a cocktail or, sure. and for me, I rather enjoy, honestly, like a well-made, um, old fashioned, in Manhattan, or even in Mar- I love martinis right now. That's my thing right now. But uh, mm. yeah, you guys, all all of you do shots. <laughs> you know what I think? Even to pregame it. Yeah, no, I, I think that's what it was for the most part, just to um, get fucked up, honestly. Yeah. I think that's the biggest reason why we were like, you know, shots, shots. Now it's like, I'm, I mean, even with beer, I'm trying to enjoy it more. Uh, like actually pay attention to what they're trying to do with the drink, you know, the art of it. Not just, let's right. get fucked up. You know, like, yeah. And so. I think that's for me, honestly, and you said it, um, the art of things is really what kind of captures me to come back. Um, I know this this wasn't in the plan, but uh, this past Sunday, uh, I went to a coffee shop called Buenas up in Costa Mesa. Nice. Um, it doesn't have the world's best coffee. coffee. It mm-hmm. doesn't have the world's best of anything. But I love the fact that uh, the owner, he's like a Mexican-American. He's trying to make it. Uh, he's open every day from 8 to 2. Uh, he has like tamarindo sodas that he makes. Like he crafts them. Um, and it's honestly the fact that he's doing all these things by hand. I don't need it to be amazing. I just need it to be good. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you like, respect the hustle. That you're right. To do. Yeah, yeah. I, I could go to Starbucks and pay the five bucks. And I'm gonna, I know I'm going to like it. Well, at least some of it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'd rather go pay five bucks to this dude who's trying to make it. And he's, you know, sacrificed so much to get this coffee shop going. And, you know, going back to, like, the brewery stuff, like, st- story after story, brewer after brewer, they sacrifice so much money, so much time to just get a brewery going. So if I'm going to spend five, six bucks, I'd rather go spend the five, six bucks and support one of them. So, I mean, it's true, dude. Like, I think we are talking about uh, a while ago that... Price of possibly one of the uh, tanks to hold the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the names of them. Uh, yeah, I think they call them bright tanks, but I could be wrong. Tanks. Yeah, whatever those things are. Um, dude, those things are just one alone, like a huge one, like super expensive. They're six figures, man. Jesus. I mean, it's it's super expensive, <clears throat> but like people don't realize how expensive it is. So like my hat goes, to, you know, go, goes off to all of those people who are trying to hustle the right way. Yeah, you yeah. know, legally trying to do things <laughs> legally, right? <laughs> Like, go hustle, man. And I'll try my best to support you if I like you guys. If I don't, then I won't, you know, say a whole lot about you. But 
but for the most part, man, I, and I, and I go, I think it also goes back. Um, I think the more you and I hang out, I know things are going to rub off on you as well as for you to me. But even when it comes to like restaurants in general, uh, you know, we were talking to Ruth Chris and I've been to Ruth Chris and I got nothing bad to say about Ruth Chris. Nothing. Yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, like if you look at it, I rather support like an independent steakhouse. Yeah. That's someone that's not owned by a big group. Is It may not be as nice. The food may not even be as good. Maybe it's even better. But, you know, it's and that's where, I, where, where I'm at with food. Uh, a lot of times when it comes to food, I just want to support independent restaurants. Yeah, uh, as best I can. Uh, I'm gonna go to a steakhouse this Friday that is not independent, so I'm looking forward to it. But you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like I'd oh, rather yeah, yeah, yeah. start start supporting some independent steakhouses or restaurants, especially during this time. Exactly, dude. Exactly. It's hard times. Yeah, it's Aldo here, joined with Raphael. Boom! Thank you for having me again, man. Looking forward to it. Always look forward to this. I know it's always They're fun. fun. Yeah, it's a reason to get out of the house. <laughs> there you go. There you go, dude. This is uh, the alone time. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so the first beer we're going to have is from Long Beach Beer Lab. They are located in Long Beach. Uh, honestly, I've, I've heard of them. I have never had their beer. So this is the first time that we're going to have their beer on the show. And it's my first time having the beer in general. Um, I like the design. Dude, the design the is slick. Can... It's playful. Yeah. It sort of reminds me of Great Notion. Like, yeah. In the way like the cartoonish. Um, so this brewery was established in 2009. Um, we we just came back from there, and uh, like the the lady was super nice to us. Yeah, she's super chill. Um, yeah. Apparently, they sell like bread or pizzas or something along those terms. Yeah, right. Because behind us was like fresh, like like uh, sourdough bread. Yeah, it kind of uh, reminded me of the the sourdough bread place. The uh, uh, Bordeaux or something. Or uh, no, but mm, something. Like that, yeah. Dang it! I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to lose it. I know someone who's listening to this. Go, Duh. They're in San Francisco. They have <laughs> one in Disney. Chowder. Yeah, Clam Chowder. Uh, okay, well, that place. That's what they reminded yeah, me yeah. of that particular place. Uh, and so the beer that we're going to be drinking is called Riggs. Um, and it's named after the neighborhood that the Long Beach Beer Lab is located at. Uh, it is a lager. Uh, 4.5 is the ABV. Uh, nice. It was made with classic German malts. And it was hopped with Saz hops. Um, we bought a four pack and the four pack was $15.99. Um, and so we're about to dig into this and right off the bat, there was a little bit of head on it. It wasn't too much. Yeah, it was a little bit. Yep. Getting that loaf of bread smell. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> something that, 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 that you always, I mean, me too, but when it comes to this, it looks crystal clear. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, it's like, is it golden? Yeah. Depending on like, if you put it towards the light, it is like that golden honey color. If you point it kind of towards this dark side. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like still a golden, a little golden honey color. Golden honey, four point five. Let me take a sip. I get like um, like lemon zest notes. A little Dude, bit. do you get coriander in this? I know it's super weird. Like uh, after the second sip, maybe a little bit. I get the lemon zest. Um, but you know, it's I get the lemon zest. There's a little bit of. I mean, like, it's like I mean, an like herb, initial, like initial. Like taste, yeah, or, yeah. When you when I first hit my mouth, it's super floral. Yeah, like it's weird. Like it, yeah, like it, it hits different. As soon as you're like about to swallow, like it's just lemon zest. I tell you what, though, this is super crushable. I mm-hmm. mean, we just started drinking this like 30 seconds ago. I know, I'm already, and like, <laughs> already done. Mm. All right, so look, it's it's okay, easy drinking. It's super crushable. I mean, I could, I mean, it's, there's, there's no, it's not even thick. There's no viscosity. It's super thin. It goes, it goes down like water. <laughs> yeah. It like really. Honestly, it does. Yeah. It's like flavored water with hops. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of hops on this. Not at all, dude. It was super light drinking. Like, like perfect word, dude. Crushed. Crushed in like less than 10 seconds, dude. <laughs> I think that review was like less than 10 seconds. Yeah. Anyways, that was Long Beach Beer Lab. The beer was called Riggs 4.5. It was 16 bucks for a four-pack. Um, I like their Monopoly picture, dude. That's what it is. Yes, Monopoly yeah. picture. It's like a Monopoly combined with like that. Uh, when you're a kid, that floor that you can put your Hot Wheels on. Like like you're driving around the little city. That's what it looks like. I, we've been we've been drinking a lot of lagers at the, in this show. 
Yeah, we have. And honestly, based on some of the outloggers that we've had from different breweries, I don't know how how much I will repeat this beer again. Um, I know we're not we're not we're not we're not, we're not great. I'm just talking about like no, as a first beer, like this is the first beer that we have from Long Beach. Yeah, Lab. from yeah, from this place especially too. Uh, I'm with you. Like, I don't know if maybe I'll drink it one more time. Like, otherwise, like we're doing the review right now. But I'm with you. Like, I think I'll drink it one more time and. I think they'll satisfy me. After that, it's like, you you, you guys can try it. Like, I'm going to get something else. It's a, it's a good beer to start with. Yeah, big time. Because it's not overpowering. I mean, literally, there's it's not overpowering. Um, I feel like this is a type of beer you start with if you're doing like a, well, we can't anymore, but. Like a beer, like a beer crawl? Exactly. Or bar crawl? Yeah, like a bar crawl or like a, a brewery hop, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, like, this is a perfect one to start with. That way, you're not all smashed up by the time you get to the second one. You know, you're not all. You know, you know, now that you, now that you actually say that, uh, I'm not, I'm not one, I, I, I'm one of the, I guess, I'm in the minority when it comes to food and beer. Mm-hmm. I don't like drinking beer with my food. Like it's, for me, that's not satisfying. I'm with you, dude. <laughs> like, especially if it's an IPA, I don't think it, it, it balances and sometimes I feel like it overpowers my tongue. So if I do get a beer at a restaurant, it's going to be like a lager, light beer. I think this is the perfect beer, honestly, to eat with food. Because <laughs> it's it's not gonna overpower anything, no, nothing. It, it's very close to zesty water, and it's clean, like it's super clean. Yeah, like almost crisp, right? Like it was just like good little, like a palate, uh, like cleaner. a palate cleanser. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> that's so bad. If they ever listen to this podcast, they're gonna hate us. Whoops. You know. That, <laughs> but anyways, that's Riggs from Long Beach Beer Lab. Thank you guys. That was really interesting. So, we, what's the next where we having? I was going to say, like, uh, we did kind of like an L.A. tour today. So not that much of L.A., but, you know. It wasn't really L.A. It, it, was, like it wasn't the, even L.A. proper. Yeah, it was like the outskirts of it, right? Yeah, from downtown L.A. at least. But, uh, yeah, so we hit up. This is the second one we hit up. But uh, anyways, this one's called uh, Common Space Brewery. Uh, the beer is called Razzler Wit. W-I-T for those that are <laughs> out there. Uh, this is a Belgian Wit Ale. Um, apparently it's a little bit, uh, fruitier with a lemon touch in it. Uh, they use coriander seeds, orange peels, and spices to brew this, uh, this interesting motherfucker. Yeah. You want me, want me to read the description? Uh, yeah, if you want. It says, uh, there's a description from Common Space. <clears throat> it says, some would say that this beer is the perfect beer to pair with the summer. It's a classic Belgium whipped beer and it has a hint of coriander and orange and they will not be wrong. Others have said that adulterating the classic with not a whisper, but a scream of rest raspberry parade would be an an affront to the style. To the latter, we say, bah. Oh, there. Oh, is it like? Pfft. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all spraying your face. <laughs> so, so this one's at a five percent. Just throwing that out there. So not too bad. And the color's pretty. I like it, dude. So this is the beer that I think people get so fascinated with because it, I think with people who don't drink craft beer, when they look at beer, they expect it to look like je- like yellow fizz, right? Yeah. So when people see this, oh, that's beer? Yeah, man. It's a little more attracting, right? Yeah, it's, it's about half a finger of head. Yeah. Looks like it's well carbonated. Yeah, it does, actually. See, I feel like most people, if someone poured this to me and I didn't know anything about beers, I would think, oh, this is strawberry. Like some sort of strawberry. Oh, Kool-Aid. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, cool. Yeah. So right off the bat, I do get the coriander smell, big time. You can smell some sort of zest, but yeah, coriander just takes over for me at least. This is honestly, man, uh, it's crisp, at least to me. Crisp. It's crisp. Like one of the things that I don't like when breweries do is when they say like this is the perfect beer to do it with this or the perfect beer to do it with that. Mm -hmm. This is a great beer for the summer. Like if it's hot, man, it's refreshing. Yeah, this one's uh, actually pretty refreshing. It's refreshing. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Sorry. I'm glad they use raspberry puree because the raspberry, the taste, and it's slight, but when you taste the raspberry, it doesn't it doesn't taste artificial at all. I hate artificial anything in a beer. Yeah, dude, that, that's why I'm like hesitant sometimes to buy like a, <clears throat> let's say like a strawberry lemonade at a place. Because I'm scared that they're going to use, like, sweetener, uh, yeah. strawberry sweeteners that they use for uh, mixed drinks or something. Or something else, you know, like, and I don't want that. Like, I want actual fruit. Like, it hasn't been, like, sat in sugar 
like the whole time like yeah it's not super sweet tastes really good you definitely get the hint of orange in here and the this the yeah it's this is actually a really good beer it is um and you're right it is refreshing See, this one looks, and it is because obviously it has way more flavoring than the, the, the or more ingredients of the beer that we had before. But this beer is slight at 5%. I could honestly, and I haven't because I want to savor it because uh, I'm enjoying what I'm tasting. But this could go down real quick. Oh, big time. These, these were, um, this one and the one we did before, I would consider like scary beers because you can just pound two, crush two, and. You know, you know what, you know what this beer in my and and because Kathy listens to this apparently, so Kathy is <laughs> gonna when, when my wife listens to this, she's gonna, she's gonna roll her eyes. Well, but I one felt of, it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the things that that I I do enjoy is when when you go like on a nice little hike, mm-hmm. and at the end of the hike, you simply sit down, you know, take out a beer, pop it open, you know, take a swig <laughs> out of it. This is sort of that's what this reminds me of. Like I would want to go to like a nice little hike. At the end of the hike, sit down, play some music in the background, pop this open, and just drink them because you ain't going to get drunk out of this. No, if anything, you'll probably get a little rehydrated. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you ain't going to get drunk out of this. Dude, no joke. I wish I was more into brewery, uh, like brewery, uh, craft beers back in the day because uh, like me and your brother and a few of our friends would go hiking. I know. We would freaking take Lagunitas, like double IPAs. Or yeah, like, that's, 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 I couldn't do those. Or like Mickey's 40s, you know, those malt liquor beers. How you guys would do that? idiots dude like we should have been like <laughs> taking these like i wish if we would have taken these we would have been good we would probably kept hiking but so well, now when you get a 40 <laughs> well that's why like we got a 40 we like we'd stop like we'd go like a mile stop like let's drink it would be perfect we'd take a break take a huge swig of the 40 and let's keep hiking <laughs> yeah honestly for me this would be a perfect hike beer it would be dude if we would have had this ooh, we would have been chilling like and refreshing especially with the uh, hydro flask too, keeping it cold, perfect. I know, man, and you know, th- I'm glad the summer is not as hot. But, dude, this is a good beer. Uh, I haven't enjoyed everything from Common Space. Um, I know the like the Food Fight IPA was all right. It, I wasn't mm-hmm. a big fan of it. Yeah. Um, I do like the Fresh Pills. Oh yeah, yeah, that was really good. That was Fresh really Pils good. Of LA, yeah. Actually, I do like most of them. What am I talking about? Yeah, like I think the other one, the the little IPA they had. Uh, what was it? That one was really good too. Dang it. It was like one of the first ones we tried when we first went. Or I don't remember. It's, yeah. it's, it's been a minute. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, again, guys, this is, look, it still has head on mine. It like does. the carbon is on, on point. Yeah, it's keeping it. So, great beer, man. This is a good beer. Again, it's a wit beer. Uh, it's Belgian style. So, there's a little funk to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's not really sour. I know when we tasted it, like my first initial reaction was, oh, there's like some sourness like a light to sour, this. Yeah. It's probably just the raspberry itself. You might, just, yeah. just creating like the little sour. Just yeah, even if even if a raspberry sweet, it still gives you that hint of sour. Well, Belgium <clears> style <throat> beers, for the most be. part, they tend to be funky. Oh, okay. So like the one, I don't know if we're gonna try it in the show or not. We're just at this point, we're just drinking. But the design, saison that you have, is it should taste something similar to this without the fruit. In fact, mm. we should probably drink it to see how different it is. Let's pop that one next. But um <laughs> it should, it's it's a little bit different. It has funk. And for those who speak Spanish, I don't know how else to say it. I mean, you could say it in English, but it tastes like tapa mojado. It smells like tapa mojado. Mm. Like a wet cloth that's been yeah. dirty with cloth. Like they left it out. Out in the sun. Yeah, exactly. It dried out, but the stank didn't. <laughs> oh, and remember how we said that? At least the smell doesn't match how delicious this beer is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't smell really. You don't smell raspberry. Oh, at least I don't. I mean. Like, maybe towards the end, because we can put our nose in more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, like, I smell more of the coriander, like, a zest to it. That was a good beer. I really enjoyed the beer. <sighs> it was right. really good. Up to the next one. Okay, for a third beer, there's <clears throat> um, another one from uh, Long Beach, the one we said we're going to open. <laughs> Long Beach Beer Lab. Correction, though. Uh, sorry. Because people may be listening to this because we said Cezanne. This is not a Cezanne. Just wanted to throw it out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the, okay, that's it. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this one's called the uh, Milk the Apricot. It's at a 6.9 ABV. It's at a baker's dozen, 13 fluid ounces. Boom. <laughs> um, yeah, and this is, uh, I don't know, man. Like, it says pour gently. Uh, I thought it was going to foam up, but maybe it's, uh, 
Yeah, because I, I don't. I don't. There was a slight maybe, head to it. Maybe it mixes better like that. Like if you pour it softly or gently. Sorry, but um, yeah, dude. Like I personally, it's pretty thick. It's not clear though, and then you can see like little like specks of that possibly apricot fruit at the bottom. Dude, you ain't lying. You're right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you it, could totally see like the little seeds or yeah, like, like or just like little, like food matter. Yeah, exactly. Like particles. Honestly, man, how do you feel about seeing like food particles in a beer? Honestly, dude, I'm used to it. Uh, I mean, unless I share a drink with someone, then yeah, that'd be fucking disgusting. But. Um, I'm used to it because I drink kombucha. So there's always like Oh, little, you drink kombucha? Yeah, dude. Uh, so there's like little stuff. That's nasty. It, it's like vinegar, dude. <laughs> some is. But some like, um, I don't know, I've been drinking, I've drank like three different kinds. Um, the the recent one is the one I like the most. It's called Hum. H-U-M-M. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about. That one I think is the best one because that one has a good flavor. It's still kombucha, obviously, but it actually has like a good sweet flavor, like <clears throat> they, I guess they weren't all like about like 100% uh, make it taste nasty so people know it's kombucha. Like they actually left a little sweetness in it and it's good for you. But that's what it reminds me of like kombucha, but just better. The the flavor or the oh, color? The, the, or what are we talking the, about? The little specks. Well, these are minute too, but it's, well, kombucha is it, crazier. See, um, if this and for for those listening, it's not like there's a bunch of it in here. No, you could just see. I, you know what I thought it was? I thought those were like carbonation bubbles. That's honestly what it looks like. If you're not paying attention, that's what yeah. It looks like and so I was like, oh, that's not bad. It's, it's a lot of carbonation. I thought that's what you were gonna say, <laughs> but um, you know, for me, it just makes it feel like it's it's real apricot. Like at least they use real apricots to to make this particular beer. Like right, because right off the nose. I, I just get this like funky smell that goes to it and this like perceived acidic smell. It's hard to describe it. Yeah, the I I get the apricot smell, but very faint. It's that how you said the acidity or yeah, like of it uh just takes over. It takes over big time. But and, it's very faint. You can smell the apricot. Well, and, at least I can. And as far as the tasting, honestly, man, like the first sip, I, I really, really enjoyed. Because, you know, it was super refreshing. The second sip was, okay, we're good. But after the third one, I'm done. Yeah, this is my third sip. Super sour. It, it seems like it gets sour as it as you keep drinking it. Yeah, I was like, oh, you thought you can get used to it? Nope. <laughs> oh, man, this is, this is interesting. There's like a good, like, um, I never been to bottle shares. It's because most of our friends don't drink craft beer. Mm-hmm. But when you do body shares, you often just do like two ounce tasters. And this is what I would consider a, a bottle share beer where if you get two ounces, it's going to be great. But more than two, I don't think I want to, I don't, I personally don't think I'm going to finish all of it. I mean, I uh, guess we have to, but. I mean, we don't have to, but yeah, it is. Like you said, it does get more sour as you drink, it feels like, but. What's the ABV on this? 6.9. It doesn't feel like 6.9. It doesn't. I think it's the sour that makes it like, not like. Feel so heavy because you don't get the burn, like you don't get like alcohol burn or anything. It's, it's, it's it goes sour. down pretty smooth. Yeah, it's just that first initial like whoa sour. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. But overall, man, I thought it was pretty tasty. And and you're right. This would be like a bottle share beer, like just so you mix things up, you know. Yeah, I can drink it anymore. Yeah, it just keeps getting more sour as you drink it. I feel like I need chips. <laughs> Uh, we need to mix it with that other beer, dude. Like pretzels. We need like little pretzels <laughs> right now um, to, to finish drinking this. It's not bad, but it, this is going to take me a long time to finish. Yeah. I mean, I could chug it, but I don't want to chug it. But overall, man, it's honestly, the first sip was great. Yeah, it was. It was. But definitely um, not expecting it to be that sour. No. <laughs> so it's definitely, uh, if you guys get this, uh, it's going to be a first initial punch in the face of sourness. If you've never had a sour beer. Oh, I don't think this will be the beer that you want to buy for the first time, unless you love sour. <clears throat> yeah, if you love sour, then after you drink this one, go check out uh, Teru. And, uh, and that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, like go, go check that out if you love this kind of sour. Because this is it's just too sour for me. Wouldn't this fit in over there? Like Yeah. Like this would be fitting perfectly. I like this better than Teru's. They're, they're, they focus more on the sour. Huh? Well, Teru is a sour brewery. So for those who are listening to this, the brewery, it's the main brewery, and they have Belgian-style beer, and then they develop Teru, which is their 
wild Sorry. fermentation uh, beers, which is basically sours. Uh, so Teru is nothing but sour, but for me, Teru is too sour. Mm-hmm. It's like a, for me, it's like a nut or two more. So I prefer this over Teru. Over to almost any beer Teru. Yeah, I agree. Because I'm not into sours. Like David is, some of our friends are. Like, and don't get me wrong, I'll enjoy like a sour here and every once in a while. But if it's like this much, I get you. Like, oh, I'm good. Like, I, I like my stomach. Like, honestly, my stomach is feeling weird right now. <laughs> you feel the sour down there? No, yeah, I get you, dude. Like, you do feel something. Like, after you drink this, like, it's just that sourness, dude. It's that strong. Like, I'm going to just chug it. But yeah, I'm with you. Like, I don't know if I'd be able to finish this. Yeah, man. So I, I let's just hit the head halftime and come back. All right. We'll be back, guys. And now that it's over, I'll never be sober. I couldn't believe, but now I'm so high. And now that it's over, I'll never be sober. Uh, welcome back from the break, guys. Uh, hope you guys took a piss, too. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I want to talk to you about this earlier because I didn't get, I guess, the full gist of it. But uh, you sent me a, he slid into my DMs and uh, he sent me a, <laughs> a, he sent me a, a, a little article on basically Stone Brewing. Yeah, so um, there's the, so craft beer in general has been, uh, it's a very brand new thing in America. Uh, and Greg Cock, who is the head brewer or co-owner of Stonebury, um, is, a, is a weird character in the beer world. Some people love him. Some people hate him. Uh, and he, he was famous to say that he would never make yellow fuzzy piss. Uh, oh, that's who said that? Yeah. Oh, I remember and, you saying that. Yeah. In general, because he uh, didn't believe in light beer. Um, I'm assuming you tried Arrogant Bastard. Yeah. So if Classic. you follow, if you follow Stonebury, you will realize that they have very like, um, quote unquote, manly titles to their names and of beers and so much and so forth. Uh, if you guys ever want to watch like a cool little weird documentary, uh, watch the what is it called, Beer Jesus of America, and it's a story of an entitled American, and I really do believe that. Like this dude is freaking entitled, who went to Germany and said that he was going to literally deliver the Germans from bad beer and give them <laughs> good beer. It may not be verbatim, but that's what he was saying. Dude. So this homeboy <laughs> went to Germany, built a beautiful, beautiful brewery, and I think he lasted maybe a year and a half before he called it quits. It's typical America, man, Americans, who believe they could just literally go everywhere and conquer every piece of land that they <laughs> choose to conquer. Yeah. And Greg Cock is one of those dudes, man, who... Again, if you if you want to go back now, if you do watch the it's on Amazon, if you do watch it, just know that it's it's written and made from Greg Cox's perspective. Oh, so I just want to throw nice. that out there. So it's very <laughs> romanticized, but he just got in trouble. So going back to the article, I don't know much about it, but I know he has got in trouble with um, Greg Cox is very what's the word very. Worry, very, that's nah, not the word I'm looking for. He likes cautious, to protect his brand. Cautious. He's very protective, cautious about his brand. And so he sues everybody who uses stone and any part of the beer. So there was a little bit of drama in the San Diego scene. I don't know all the details, but knowing Greg, he's probably he probably feels entitled. He probably feels like he owns the word stone and he only he can use it. But yeah, man, that's Greg, Greg Cock for you, man. He's a an interesting dude. Um, go watch it. Let me know what, when you watch. It. I want to see how how you feel about it. I think I'll definitely watch it today. I just, I mean, there's something about when someone calls you the Jesus of something. There's always like a weird, interesting story behind it. He <clears> ran like, with it. Uh, he calls. He calls himself that. No, dude, it's oh, so weird. Okay. Like when you watch the documentary, he'll he'll say things like, 
All right, brothers and sisters. Like, he's in church. Damn, the like, beer messiah. Yeah, like, Jesus. right. Like, for someone who grew up in church, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll say, you know, like, in Spanish, oh, como esta hermana? Or, how are you, sister? But that's just out of respect. You're in church. It's 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 what it is. Uh-huh. But if you call, like, like he acts like Jesus, it is so freaking weird. That's crazy. My brothers and my sisters. And he'll use, like, very Christianese were like, glorious and miraculous, like, uses church words to talk about his beer. So he's basically, okay. So, very cultish. So he thinks he was the Jesus, he was the Messiah going into Germany. And and for those, uh, so it's so weird to talk about this. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, oh. beer didn't start in America. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of this stuff started in Germany, Belgium, like Europe. And it slowly kind of made its way over here. And then we as Americans, we were talking about this on the way to LA, more or less gentrified all of their beers. I'm not, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm, I'm actually more for gentrification than against it. Um, that's just personal. Um, I do understand the negative effects. I get it. But at the same time, I work hard. I want to live in a nice area. Um, yeah, no one should take that away from you. You know, and so... Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, we took all their styles. We just had a Belgium whip earlier today. Yeah, we did. Uh, and that and was a mix. Yeah. A, a part of the description, and I read it horribly, but a part of the description was like, we basically did our own thing. Who gives a crap? Yeah. They didn't <laughs> follow the rules. They just did it. Yeah. We're like, hey, here, give us this. We'll make it better. Yeah. <laughs> like some of the oldest bars in the world are in Belgium and Germany. Really? Yeah. Like old bars. Some of them are from like the 900s. Jesus. Dude, they're, and they're still running, dude. That's pretty legit. They're still running. We need to go to Germany. I was going to say, that would be a pretty legit place to go. And, uh, I mean, I know they follow that Puritan law, but I'm pretty... Watch the documentary. I'm pretty sure that has a lot to do with... You know how there's some people that believe, like, a taco should just have, like, carnita, cebolla, cilantro, salsa. and salsa, right? Yeah. And that's a taco. Or like people who argue the hot dogs, it's not a sandwich, whatever. There's a bunch of different stupid arguments. But Germany has a bunch of laws about what beer is. And like, I think it was in the last show where we had the beer where they had only four ingredients. Like water, yeast, was hops. The Hockenbacher or something like that? I forget the name of it. Hockenbacher, yeah. Um, they, but that's what they believe in, man. They'll die at the cross, man. They, yeah, they love their fucking their four but, ingredients. And then here comes an American <laughs> who basically says their beer's crap. That's funny. It's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, you suck. Let me uh, fix that for you. That's really what it is. You need to watch it. Uh, Anyways, uh, we're going to be drinking our next beer. uh, The fourth beer of the night is from (laughs) Long Beach Beer Lab. It's called LB420. And it's a double dry hopped unfiltered IPA. Um, And it has uh, a 6.5? 7.6 ABV. And right off the bat, it's unfiltered. It's hazy, man. Big time. And it had like nice little head when we poured it out. Yeah, it did actually. That, that was about a finger. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked nice, dude. It's pretty, like the smell, like it's very like tropical. At least that's what I smell. Right. See, I don't smell much of anything. I follow your lead on this. <laughs> Honestly, all I smell from this beer is like bitterness. I don't yeah. even get tropical notes out of this. It was funny. That's like the base of it, like like a bitterness, but it kind of for uh, extends out to. Uh, like, and if I wanted to be generous, maybe floral? Okay. What I taste right off the bat, <clears throat> straight up dank. And I do see these uh, marijuana leaves on here, so thank you for that. There's <laughs> definitely like a dank um, initial impact on your tongue palate, and then it goes into floral, I guess. So describe, so describe the dank flavor, because for someone who's never smoked weed, oh. what is dank flavor to you? Um, that's a little bit hard to describe, but I guess a dank flavor would be like a, mm, dang, that's a good way to, that's a good question. Because I know how to describe the six sativa. <clears throat> Cause, oh, okay. Here we go. I guess more of a dank when it comes to weed. It's more like a, like a strong cheese smell. What? Yeah. It's like a strong cheesy smell. Not like, like feet smell, you know, like, like a cheese that's not stinky. just like a strong, like. Not sour smell, like oh no, that's how I describe dank. But there's the other side where like sativa, that one's like more uh like piney, 
flower smell like and this smells more like that uh so will this land on the piney side it it, it it teeters on both sides in my opinion just because the, the ipa of it is like a little piney but the first initial i don't know if you taste it too but just very like a solid taste like i don't know how to describe it i taste lemon i don't i, I don't really get the dankness from it and at least now. is that what it is like maybe the lemon taste. It's like, like like lemon zest. Maybe that's what I'm tasting. But this is coming from someone who um, doesn't again smoke. And, yeah. and if I were just maybe I would agree with you. Um, no, no, I mean, dude, I, I think I'm in the freaking minority about people who have never smoked weed. <laughs> like I'm 32 know. years old and I never have, and I don't want to. It's not that I don't want to. And it just doesn't intrigue you. No, I'll smoke a cigar. I, I wanted to make that. it like a Father's Day tradition where like Kathy bought me a cigar about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. Like for me, that's like the, the thought of it is super relaxing with like whiskey on the side. See, and I can see why you would want that just because it's not so um, mind altering and like, yeah, you, you're not like that one. I heard, well, I, I smoked like a cigar, like a cigarette in my life. And does it do it for you? The only time I got like a head change from like tobacco was uh we did a hookah one time and i was disgusted after like see for me <laughs> and 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 for me this is the this is the thing this is the issue um and i don't think i don't know if we've ever spoken about this in the podcast and i'm sure we have but i, I don't want to repeat myself but obviously i grew up in church and i'm yeah. still more or less involved in church and and uh, you know and you know my faith like for the most part like i stand strong in my virtues and my morals and my principles and i don't sway very much from that that's good. But there's no buts. Well, actually, there's a but. When people that used to know me began to realize that I drink beer, I think they automatically assume that I'm getting drunk and plastered every single day. Full disclosure, I think I've only been like, I guess what you would consider drunk maybe three times. One was with you and my brother. I remember that. The other one was my birthday. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's honestly... I'm gonna say that's it. Maybe another one that I'm not remembering on top of my head, on top of my head, and that's, that's in the fi- third one you forgot about, right? And that's like <laughs> in five years that I've been drinking beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so when I drink beer, and 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 this is the thing that I'm, I'm assuming you kind of you are kind of morphing into, and you started this podcast by talking about it. I really don't drink beer to get plastered. I don't drink beer to get drunk. I don't drink beer to do anything. I drink beer because I enjoy the taste, and I enjoy the fact that for some people this is art. And I want to pay somebody. It's like I go to a coffee shop. I don't get a caffeine high. I want to do it to support people. And I and I appreciate all the effort that went into creating a freaking latte or a mocha or an espresso, whatever it is. So I tie all that into this. Like one of the reasons why I don't want to do weed is because I don't want to do it for the high. You know, I would if I were to ever do it, it will be because of the taste or yeah. because of the crap that goes behind it. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, that's what cigars are. It, it comes from uh, all these the independent ones. It grew up in someone's farm. Someone literally got all the leaves, rolled them up together. Yeah. And it's just like a well-crafted piece of vegetation. Yeah, in a way, yeah. And <laughs> that you can relax, partake with. And I'm not doing it to, quote-unquote, get high. I'm honestly just doing it because I appreciate the crap that goes behind it. That's really where... Like in a nutshell, that's why I love craft beer. Because I don't do it to get a buzz. I don't. Now, do I get buzzed out of it? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. But that's not, <laughs> honestly, that's not my, as soon as I see, like the freaking Neapolitan beer that Bottlelogic released like a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I specifically went to taste it. And I got like a four answer. Yeah. That's, well, actually, I got a full four. I didn't know they had a four I got answer. The, I got the yeah. four answer. <laughs> but dude, I just did it because I, I want to taste it. That's it. If I could go to a steakhouse and pay... Ten dollars to freaking taste a bite? Oh, I'd do that. I buy it. <laughs> yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just give me a fourth of that shit. No, yeah. I, I want. I just want one bite. <laughs> oh hell no! Like that's two dollars. There you go. Give me one freaking bite, dude. <laughs> dude, can you imagine going to a restaurant and paying by the bite? Dude, that'd be that'd be interesting. <laughs> I would hope that they actually come up with a fork with the meat on it <laughs> and give, put it in your mouth for you. At least that. Dude, I'd do it. Like, for real, man. Like, that's... And if Kathy ever listens to this, I mean, she knows. I honestly do it for the freaking taste, man. I don't do it 
for anything else besides that I enjoy the taste of beer and I don't want to get drunk out of it. It's just, I just want to drink one to taste the different textures, the different flavors. As you can see today, we went from literally a lager to a funky beer to a sour to an IPA, which is bitter. And all those are different. We went from something crisp and light to a fruity, funky raspberry Yep. To a sour apricot beer, to a somewhat tropical, dinky, unfiltered IPA, unfiltered IPA, and then we have a stat that witness for us, yep. dude. Yeah, dude, that's I, beer, man. And I'm with you, dude. Like honestly, like before, like doing this podcast, like, and I'm not trying to be to do like this whole resurrection kind of thing, but yeah, dude, I was just drinking beer to get fucked up, not really paying attention to what the beer is. Even whiskey, dude, I was just drinking it. Like I was telling you earlier, like just shots, dude. Like and. Doing this podcast definitely helped out a lot just just to, because I 100% agree with you, it is an art. And I didn't realize how much, uh, I didn't realize that it, it was an art and how much work people put into it. I mean, when you taste some beers, well, they're you're, like, you're like, like chefs. Yeah, dude, exactly. And and uh, I know some beers, it tastes like they just fucking pooped it out or something. But, yeah. You know, but some people actually put it into work and yeah, and that's what I do now. Like, I appreciate the beer more. I'm not doing it necessarily to get drunk. Even though it feels good, <laughs> you know, like, but you know, like, uh, yeah, do I do it more for like uh, the taste, the quality, and I guess just exploring this uh, American world we created. And here. dude, I think you said it, exploration. So for those who are listening, I, I, and and it's so weird because I think people automatically assume that people we're doing a freaking beer podcast, right? Mm-hmm. That we're drinking every single day, that we're getting drunk every single day, and that's not the case. We both have jobs, we both have people that we love. And trust me, if my wife thought that I was drunk every single day, she would not be with me. Um, but I discovered this freaking coffee shop. <laughs> and, and I think it's called Reform Coffee Shop. I, I need to go look it up. And it's in Brea. Mm-hmm. I've been there like five times. And you know what I've gotten the five times that I've went? Yeah. I'm at a coffee shop. Uh-huh. Okay? Tea. You you were... <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you would think that I, if I'm going to a freaking coffee shop, I'm drinking coffee. Dude, I'm paying seven bucks for freaking flavored milk. <laughs> really? Flavored milk. Milk that's been soaked in Lucky Charms. Mmm, oh. that's freaking good. It's not as bad as you think it is. No? Oh. Um, milk that's been... It's flavored milk. I don't know what it is, but it has charcoal in it. Like you're being serious? No, like, I'm... This, this for- Oh, okay, okay. I'm like, not making this crap up. I thought that you're like kind of describing how bad, like how bad it is. No, it's freaking oh, delicious. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It, but the point <laughs> I'm trying to make with all of this, uh, honestly, the point I'm trying to make is that ultimately what I am chasing uh-huh. is a food and gastronomical experience. That's all I'm chasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, I'm not chasing the buzz. I really am not. I'm not. Look, you do. You've known me for, I guess, almost five years. Uh-huh. And I'm assuming you can kind of in your hands sometimes you really send me buzz, if at all. Um, and you guys all make fun of me because I'm freaking curly hair up there. No, Superman. Uh, Superman. <laughs> but I go to a coffee shop to pay six, seven bucks for flavored milk. Yeah, that's That should tell you something about myself. Yeah, that's true. That's like, very true. You, you like- want to pay five, six, seven bucks for a flavored milk. It's not even a chat, dude. I know, at least that. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, you know I get mean? you like... Yeah, yeah, I kind of wish I was more into coffee like that, but no, I get you. But yeah, dude, uh, I think we're ready for the next one, right? Why not? It's not to cut you short, but let's do it. All right, for the, uh, what is this, fifth beer? Yeah. Um, we we actually, it's funny because this is a fifth beer, but this is the first stop we went to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's so random, but because um, actually, it's funny that we did this and I'm glad you caught it because I think Monkish has been doing almost a beer release like almost every Tuesday or Wednesday, mm-hmm. especially with this whole, whole COVID thing. So not many people can actually go in there and drink their beer. So I'm assuming that's their way of making it up. I yeah. Don't know. They're not, they're <clears throat> only open when they're doing releases. <clears throat> that's it. And that's crazy. Um, but I mean, I mean, we saw the turnout. We even saw Bentley out there. We did. Dude, that's crazy. All, you get all aspects of people in that shit. Like it's crazy. Um, but anyways, this is the first pop. We went to, and they had a beer release. We were checking the Instagram constantly around 10 a.m. I think they released it around 10.45. No, they released it like 10.15, dude. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. damn. That's not paying attention. Like, 
Too early then. No, I was playing Paper Mario. <laughs> <laughs> right. By the way, guys, if you have not gotten Paper Mario, y'all missing out. Yeah, Great see. game, dude. It's so freaking good. Fucking Nintendo needs to start the production. Like, dude, you need to look harder. Sit. I'm not gonna go on Wayfair or something. Shut <laughs> up. I want Shut up. Nintendo company. <laughs> Just kidding. So we are drinking. It's called Foggier Window. Um, it is a classic double dry hop monkish double IPA. It was double dry hop with Citra, Nelson, and Swavon, uh, as well as Galaxy Haps, Hops. It has an 8.1 ABV. Whoa. And man, this beer is thick. She's a thicky, guys. Like with two C's thick. Yeah, exactly. You know <laughs> what I mean? Thinking, like two C's thick. I had about a two worth, two fingers worth of, of foam on it. Yeah, this one's so thick you can see it from the front and back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you smelling, Alda? This one definitely smelling like that um, hoppiness. But, dude, it blends in so well with the floral. It's crazy. See, I smell like tropical notes, like a perceived sweetness that comes out of it. Yes, yes. And it has no banana. Zero. And maybe because of the color, because guys, um, so let me try to describe the color for you. Just imagine breaking like an egg and with the yolk and then you mix it all together before you like want to make a scrambled egg. Yeah, this looks like a whisk. Egg. It's like a whisk egg. Yeah. That's what this looks like. Or yeah, or if you freaking pureed mango and banana together, like, right. You know, yeah, that's the color. So this thing has zero banana. <clears throat> no banana. Here. Zero. But it just makes me like, it feels like I'm, that's what I'm smelling. Oh, that's good. Dude, to me, like the the hop. Um, dude, it's weird. I'm going to describe this so weird. <laughs> but hopefully you understand what I mean. It's like the hop is holding your hand and giving it to the uh, floral fruitiness taste of it. Like, here you go. It's like a perfect. It's like you're walking down the aisle, man. Dude, married getting married, already. right? Yeah, hell yeah, getting married already. No, this is really good, dude. Like. It's a perfect blend. Like the hoppiness, as soon as the hoppiness of it ends, like you get. When you say hoppiness, what do you mean? Like that dank initial, like uh, I guess dank, right? Yeah, I guess that dank uh, initial taste. Um, Because to me, it's kind of cool the way how the, at least to me, like initially when I first taste it, I get like a, a burst of hop flavor. Yeah. Like the tropicalness, the bitterness, then it kind of stops and it blends it all together. And then as it goes down my throat. I get like a pop of bitterness at the end. Yeah, exactly. Like that's delicious. I guess herby would be the right word. Like first initial. Like I wouldn't say herby because when you say yeah, herby, I'm thinking fun. like peppers and rosemary. Yeah, okay, that's what I want to avoid. You're right. Like I don't think that's what you mean. Maybe like a like a, what's the right word? Like I don't want to say piney either. Like. I mean, there's some piney in here. It is like, but it's like more like dank. I don't even know how to describe the. Yeah, I, I, and for those who probably smoked before. You know, you probably know what Aldo's thinking, but well, not in this case. No, the, the, I just mean like dank, like beer wise, dank and weed. Oof, I'd be like, this thing would be. I'm assuming you've done it before. What? Uh, beer and, and weed? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that thing where you smoke, take a hit, you hold it in, chug some of the beer, it's all in, then let out the smoke. Like whew, that gets you on a good one pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> It does, do you? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> um, and I know, I think we've said this many times, guys. Monkish is such <laughs> like a like a staple. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I mean, I'm kind of like battling with my thoughts because I don't know if, if once it comes out, if it's going to make sense to people. And I don't know if I truly believe it. So let me just say it out and we could talk it through. Okay. But I don't think Monkish <laughs> is a brewery where I will take new beer drinkers. Okay. Uh, because a lot of it is stuff like this. Mm-hmm. where I think many people are going to be shut off. I think that if we would take them to common space and we start them out with the lager, the wit beer, and then progress to here, I think it'll be a slow progression that they may enjoy this. But because Monkish has this, and that's pretty much all they have, <laughs> I don't know if I would want to take a beginner in there. Anyone else would uh, contribute to maybe not... Um Getting people into uh, craft beer either. <clears throat> and I'm not taking any, anything away from Monkish. Monkish is amazing. Just so cramped. 
It's so cramped. In oh, the- I think we've spoken about this before. Yeah, and then the common space is so open, like, and it's beautiful. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when we first got there today, there was some dude watering their plants, like all like. I mean, if we hadn't rolled in, like, he would have probably been like uh, whistling some uh, Disney tune or something. Yeah, no, he was he out there happy. watering plants, having a good time. Uh, you know, at the break of dawn. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "Whoa, okay." Uh, but it was, yeah, no, it's, uh, I actually took Kathy there a couple of, at this one a couple of months ago, and she liked the space itself, the space itself. Um, but Monkish is just not, it's, they're not open at all. No. And, and look, and I think that was the most frustrating part of today. Um, like you and I wanted to go out and have a good time in LA. I know. You know, I'm going to go back to work in a, basically in a week from now. Know, you're, you're on vacation and every single brewery, every single one of them was closed out. Dude, that's so disappointing. Closed out. And it sucks because, man, like, yeah, dude, I would have been so down to hit up, um, and this is like quick shout outs to like Frogtown, Boomtown. Highland. Hi- Highland Park. That, that Mumford. Was, I was looking for town, Mumford. Um, we should probably go next week. No podcast, just go. Dude, I'm free. Oh, wait, next no, week? No, you work next week. I do. You, have to, you will have to take a day off. I have Monday off. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. We could talk about it later. <laughs> but anyways, uh. Overall, yeah, dude. Like, if you want to take someone for, if you take someone a monkish and give them this beer, yeah, you might you might not like it at first, because IPA is definitely a uh, acquired taste. Right. I mean, if you want to just try beer to try beer to get you started, go to Brewery X. <laughs> oh my goodness, no, dude. We we can't send people to Brewery X. I'm in for like just a beer. Like, if you never no. have beer, not even the light ones, like the super light ones. Do you like what was what was what was like uh, what was the last one? It's, it has like oh no I forget the name of the beer oh um, I know huh yeah that one I know huh <laughs> dude so, uh, so dude, I, I'm not gonna get into it now I'm talking about <laughs> mic- microaggressions <laughs> I know huh I know, hey, every man. dude in the brewery is white yeah that's true every single one of them sorry I answered that wrong I know huh <laughs> <laughs> but overall good beer I'm yeah. done with mine. Thank you, Monkish. That was amazing. I think we're ready for the next one, right? Yep. All right. So we're going to move on to possibly the last beer. Um, <laughs> possibly? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You, right. you, you're giving them hope. You're giving them hope. <laughs> I'm Baby, hope. I'm coming home. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> one piece. Don't worry. Yeah. So this is another one from uh, Long Beach Beer Lab. I saved. Uh, we saved this one for last just to uh, not kind of mess with our palates. Um I guess this one's like a, it's a meaningful beer, I guess, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. This one's called Black is Beautiful. It's an imperial stout, 10%, and uh, brewed to support justice and equality for people of color. It should have said black and brown, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and yellow. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, so it's hosted by Weathered Souls Brewing Company. It's based out of San Antonio, Texas. Interesting. So from, you want to Sure. That? So, so, um... One of the cool things about breweries, at least in my opinion, is that uh, for the most part, not all of them, some of them are a little bit different. I'm not going to cast my judgment on some breweries. But um, if you remember a couple, maybe like a year and a half ago to two years ago, um, Sierra Nevada, um, up in Santa Rosa, Northern California, there was big fires that, I mean, it devastated people's lives. So so Sierra Nevada kind of did this initiative where um, if you were to want to create this beer car resilient uh you could email them they'll give you the recipe in hopes that if you sold it to your community they will know that if you buy this beer all the money is going to go back to the northern california area where the fire burned um and so this is kind of the same thing to that black lives matters have been a movement that's been going on for at least it's been in the news uh yeah. in the last what two three what two months mm-hmm. and so there's a brewer in tanatana texas who decided to do something similar where the hope is if you ask for the recipe, um, the, they all, all they ask you is that you sell it and then you donate the money back. Now, the percentages, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I do know that for Resilient, it was 100% of the profits will go back to help the families up in Northern California. So this is uh, it's not the only brewery who's making Black is Beautiful. I know locally there's been about three or four breweries that I could probably think on top of my head. Yeah, because I've seen a few that posted this picture yeah. And so this is not the only one. And the hope is to that you support Black is Beautiful. And if this is a cause that you want to support, then I would suggest that you go ahead and and honestly, 
I'll look them up, uh, support it, and uh, and 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 support the cause if that's what you want to do. Yeah, and ultimately that's the best way to help out because um, I mean, unless you're out there riding, right, peacefully, then yeah. But besides that, I feel like there's no other real way of uh, helping out at this point. I mean, there's there's I mean, there's in, like like minute like uh, maybe detailed ways of helping, but. I mean, what's more accessible to the public, you know, like, right, like donating money or, you know, getting into Congress, getting into like this whole crazy, I don't know. But anyways. So right off the bat, there was like about a finger worth of foam on the, yeah. on top of this. Um, it's pretty dark and in a weird way, it has like a red film. Yeah. Like you hold up against the light a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see like the little. There's like a little red film that goes into it. Like right off the bat, the smell, I smell a lot of like chocolate, coffee, charcoal. Yeah, like little, it's, it's, it smells really good actually. If you like coffee, if you, if coffee's not your thing, it's not going to be a flavor that you're going to want to smell. True. Or a scent, I mean. I don't know, I get kind of, you know, in a weird way, I get like, I get like cookies and cream. Yeah. No? Yeah, like I was, I can see where you're going with that. It's like the initial sweetness. As soon as I taste it, I get a lot of sweetness in the fur, like as as it comes in. Then as it goes through my tongue in the background, I honestly taste like cookies and cream. And I don't know if it, at this point it's because of all the, of all the beers that we drink, man. But that's what I'm tasting. So yeah, what do you taste? I feel the opposite. <laughs> like I get the initial sweetness of chocolate and coffee. Sorry. Um, but then it turns into charcoal, dude. <laughs> oh, this is this is what it tastes like when I'm smoking like a joint, like. <laughs> like, like that like ashy taste like I don't know may, maybe not so exaggerated but yeah like um, I don't know I get charcoal at the end. honestly to be honest even to move forward like it's 10% alcohol we've had six beers Ooh. at this point <laughs> this is too much for me like alcohol wise yeah yeah, oh, yeah. like I don't <laughs> I, I personally don't want to drink anymore oh I see I see, I see. like I'm, I think I'm officially done sort of sort of speak like drinking uh, and that may be why I may not like this beer as much as. Oh, I see. You're like you does that make sense? Like, uh, yeah. Like I don't even know how to describe. It. I know what you're saying, but yeah. yeah. So maybe you. You like? Can you actually finish this whole can? Hell no! I don't even think I'm gonna finish the whole drink. It, it just because I personally don't like it. it, it this one did not hit with me. I think this beer for me suffered from being six. Out of six, yeah. <laughs> if maybe we had like like four beers, right? Two in the beginning, two at the end. I may like it more. Maybe I should take that approach, too, dude. Maybe I'm just like a because I already had like the IPA taste. We've had six beers, dude. And and to be honest, we had seven. <laughs> we didn't want to include one of them in here because it wasn't good at all. Yeah, like it sucked. Suck. Yeah, that we won't tell you what the brewery is or the beer, but it sucked. Yeah. It's not even worth mentioning. And so we drink like a sip of it. No, we drink more than a sip, but it's it wasn't good. Yeah. We had to make sure it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right, dude. Maybe because of all the beers we... I mean, we did go technically around the world in the palate-wise, like uh, light beer, sour, regular West Coast IPA, hazy IPA. Like No, no, we didn't have... We, hold up, hold up. The West Coast IPA was not a part of the show. Oh, that's right. <laughs> It was the unfiltered IPA. Yeah. And then the other one. That's right. That's right. But yeah, this good. is like a, I don't know, for me, it's like a dessert beer. Like sweet. Honestly, I I, I know I, I keep repeating this part, but it reminds me of freaking cookies and cream. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm just overthinking the charcoal thing, but. Yeah, but I think officially. We can, we can make like a. A recommendations? Thank you. Are you ready for the recommendations? I am. I really am. Let's do it. All right, let's do it next. Okay, so we're at the end of the podcast now, and uh, I think we're ready to give our recommendations. Um, so the way our shit works, <laughs> basically it's a keep it, share it, kill it. And we can go with a hard or soft on those. Uh, yeah, so I'll start off with the first one. Let me get my handy-dandy notebook here. <laughs> yeah, so the first one was the Long Beach Beer Lab uh, Riggs. That one was good. I gave that one a share it. Straight share See, for me, I, th- I think I need a low share. I think Riggs suffered from... Because I think at this point, almost every single podcast we've had, we've had a Hellas or a Lager. Good mm-hmm. shit. 
yeah, <laughs> when you compare it to some of those ones that we had beforehand, it's just all right. Like it's a low share. Like if you have it, like if I have it, I'll share it with you. I don't want to keep it all. I guess I'll share it with you. So for me, it's a low share. See, the way I thought about it was like, it, it's it's a good initial beer. Like, yeah, I can like I, I recommend this one. Like, let's share it. Like, like it's a good one to start with the day. It's not the obviously not the best out there, but yeah, like let's share this one. Like, let's start up the day right. Let's go from here. And and if I could do like a caveat to that, mm-hmm. if we were talking about beers that pair well with food, I will definitely say a high keep for this beer if I'm eating it with food. Yeah, this one goes down smooth with food for sure. Yeah. And then the second one that we had was from Common Space. It was a Razor Wit, uh, which was a Belgium wheat ale with raspberries. Um, I went ahead and rated it a low keep. I thought this beer was good. It wasn't like freaking, freaking good. But dude, like honestly, if I, like we said in the podcast, if I'm walking that freaking trail, I would want to drink a whole can of this. I don't want to share it. I want to keep that just for myself. That's funny. I completely agree with you. I gave it a same thing. Well, I wrote soft key, but same thing. Like, it's definitely what you just said. And like, um, it was nice and cold, fresh. Dude, it was good. It was a freaking refreshing beer. I, I mean, I don't know if you think of the same thing, but beer of the night. So Honestly, far, for so me, far. that was that will have to be the beer of the night. So far, yes, I think it is so far. But it's such a good beer, guys, and it's cheap. <laughs> yeah. It's sick. Was it 15, 16 bucks for a four pack? Yeah. Dude, that's like cheap, five, four, like, four well, five, like four bucks a beer. Yeah, four yeah, bucks yeah. a beer. Did that's I do that? It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Um, and we'll come back to that one. But uh, third one, Milk the Apricot from uh, Long Beach Beer Lab. I gave that one a soft share. The reason was because some people love sour. And uh, I can, at least people I know, they like sour. So, you know, I'd kind of recommend it. Yeah, try it. I'm not saying you'll love it, but, you know, try it. <laughs> you and I are similar. I went soft share, hard kill. Okay. So, that like, I don't want to kill it completely, but at the same time, I don't want to share it so hardly. <laughs> yeah. um, I think this is one of those beers that if you like sour things, yeah, this beer is for you. I agree. <laughs> if you don't like sour things, this is not going to be the beer that you want to drink. Nope. Um, and like, at least in the, as we were drinking it, man, I, it, I could drink, like, I could drink one sip. Second one was fine. But by the third sip, I was done with the beer. So for me, it's the, um, soft share, hard kill. It was weird. It, it weirdly got more sour as you drank it. Yeah, dude. It was just too much. <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and the next one was the Long Beach 420, the LB 420. So Long Beach Beer Lab did a beer called Long Beach 420. Um, yeah, after yeah. the beer was just okay. So for me, it's a straight up share. Me too. It's not the same thing, dude. Um, yeah, like try it out. See what you think um, um, an unfiltered IPA should taste like. Um, this honestly tasted straight up like an unfiltered IPA. Nothing special. Nothing unique. It was just straight up. It was, it was just all right. Yeah. Eh? Like, yeah. Like, I'll, we can share it. Yeah. Like, I'll drink it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like sugar, like shoulder shrub, yeah. shrugs. Uh-huh. The next one was the Monkish Foggier Windows. Um, I went up to just say straight up buy. Um, it's a gray beer. Um, it's not super bitter. It's not super smooth. In a crazy way, it blended both worlds together where it just worked, man. Yeah, like I told you earlier, I felt like it was like holding hands with the uh, with the hops and it just took me, gave me right to the other floral uh taste we're all holding hands together like it was really good dude i like that one yeah so if you if you if you could buy it out there by all means and that was a close one between beer of the night i was about to say exact same thing like it was a close one but yeah just the razor just kind of took it yep and then Uh, yeah the black is beautiful was the last one i was not a big fan of it uh straight up kill the cause is is the reason why i gave it a soft share the cause like Please donate money to help out the cause. The taste, however, hard kill. I'm good. I would never have that again. Now, to be fair, and I say this as we were talking about in the podcast, I think this beer suffered from being basically seven out of seven beers. I know one of them was done in the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I'm I'm done. I'm, I really am done. 
Yeah, so like I think this one suffered from it. So to be fair, I gave it a soft try. Um, because to me, I think I would have enjoyed it more if I had not been drinking as much as we did today. And we kind of went through this pretty fast. Yeah, we did. Because normally we take like five hours doing this podcast. I guys sounds like you listen to this about an hour. But by the time Aldo and I are, you know, cleaning cups and trying to do the best as we can to cleanse our palate, it takes like four hours to get this done. A lot of editing, yes. Yeah, and so we <laughs> did this literally in about two hours and a half. I'm done. Yeah. And because I'm done, I give it a soft try, but I think that's what it is. And, and, and going to you guys, look, if you, I know tap rooms are closed, but if you are for helping minorities and general people of color, it's yes. a great cause. If anything else, if you got 20 bucks to donate, uh, I guess at least you're getting something out of it. You're getting beer, right? Yeah. So, like, if you exactly. don't like the beer, then it is what it is, but at least you got something out of it. So, overall, I think that's what it is. And, and I'm glad, you know, to help out, you know, it just not my kind of beer. I'm pretty sure Imperial Stout is for some people. Yeah. But, like you just say, it tastes like cookies and cream, but yeah, it tastes like more like ash. But, anyways, we're at the end, dude. So, You want to add anything at the end? No, man. Again, guys, thank you for having us. Um, you know, give us a follow. Give us some likes on our Instagram page. Uh, what, what's our name on our Instagram page? Yeah, please make sure to follow us for many more episodes because we will be doing more. Uh, we're on Spotify now. Woohoo! Yeah. So, The Brew Times Podcast on Spotify. And the same thing on Instagram, The Brew Times Podcast. So, yeah, just give us a like. We'll be posting pictures and... Many, many other things. And listen, dude, I, I know that we spoke, spoke about this offline, but if you guys ever want to make our day, I mean, send us some freaking beer. Make it anonymous. Make yeah. us feel good. Yeah, exactly. As long as it's craft beer, we don't care where you go. Just yeah, give like, us some beer. We're willing to try it, give our review, give it a good tasting, you know, give a little lick here and there. And uh, yeah, dude, like, please. And Aldo, thanks for having me again, brother. Yeah, anytime, dude. This is the predicament I'm in these days. Sometimes it gets real tough, but we find a way. Cause I needed your love before yesterday. But for now, if you make me smile, I guess I'll stay. Cause the feeling I get. I'm loving you, girl. Don't walk out that door. Cause I miss you more. Don't wanna see you cry.